Kyle Juventini, welcome back to the All UV Cast channel, where of course it's All UV all the time. All, all right, the time. we are coming off the victory yesterday, one nil versus Spezia. Mm -hmm. I've got Anthony with me this morning, and uh, yeah, we're gonna break this thing down. We're gonna tackle all the aftermath. There is an abundance of news that Tons. hit uh, today. Uh, crazy, crazy mm -hmm. stuff. And uh, yeah, we're just going to tackle it from there and see where it goes. Again, never a shortage of topics to talk about surrounding Juventus. And Wild. even when we are unbeaten in a massive, massive string of matches, there are still issues. And uh, some fans wanting more and still not happy. But I can understand some of it. And Anthony and I are going to break all that down. Could probably disagree on it. Oh, yeah. Bobby. <laughs> In here. Happy Monday. Good morning. Good morning. Luca mm -hmm. in here. He ain't ready. <laughs> he ain't ready. He had a Can tough we weekend. Man Hall and Oates. Hall and Oates rocking. Hey, man, we don't go straight to no. the money shot with Manny. We don't go to the hits. Okay, gotta, we don't go to the hits. Got to warm up here. Got to warm up yeah. here. Jeremiah in here at Georg, as always. Never short of a topic. Just a shortage of goals. Yes. 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 But... Without further ado, let's get right to uh, the good. Let's get right out of it. Juve Spezia, okay. Starting mm -hmm. lineup, one change from what was projected uh, by many, and that was uh, no Keen uh, with Morata in the partnership. It ended up being Vlaovic and Morata. And a uh, big shout-out to our uh, friend from uh, Jamaica. Ciao, ciao. Oh, Thanks for joining. There now, we go. Welcome. Starting lineup ended up being Tech in goal, Danilo, Delict, Rugani, Pellegrini, Locatelli, Artur, Rabio, Quadrado, Vlaovic, and Morata. So that ends up being your lineup. Uh, no Morata in there, uh, or sorry, no Keen in there. Uh, just went with Vlaovic again. Honestly, no issues. And we talked about in the match day live. Mm -hmm. These matches have to be three points. Absolutely have to. And Must. you don't play Sampdoria until Saturday. So plenty of uh, time to recoup, get the job done. Agree, Ant? 100%, man. Uh, we went through this a couple of shows ago that this week would be really important. There's no Champions League. Champions League comes next week. And uh, I know you guys uh, on the pregame show, uh, this is the postgame show, on the pregame show we're saying, you know, maybe Vlaovic should rest if there was a time for him to rest. Guy's 21 years old. Buckle up, kid. We're going to need you for all 90 minutes or whatever he played yesterday, 85 because uh, especially with this one week, I was thinking back to when I was 21 many, so, you know, months ago yeah. when I was 21, <laughs> um, <laughs> that uh, you, you could do that. Like you could go a week. I know there's a lot of training in between and uh, uh, recovery, but yeah, it, we need them, man. We need them, especially against some Dodi next week, which I think to, it, to take some words from you, that's a banana peel game. That's the one. This one I wasn't worried about, but some Dodi could be a little tricky. It could be a banana peel game because of, uh, yeah, Villarreal just after it and whatnot and yeah. how you want to keep guys rested. Obviously, we know the injury uh, bug that has plagued us. And that's another thing with the whole Vlaovic thing is you just don't want to see this guy go down. So the minutes God. he's putting in are all ridiculously tough. Yesterday was no difference because, again, just how we play and whatnot. We're asking mm -hmm. a lot in the holdup play from him and uh, guys – uh, Nicolau there from Spezia wasted no time taking a liberty on him uh, early on in that match. And I said, hey, it's only a matter of time when you play that game that somebody's just going to say, hey, I'm going to start taking a piece out of this guy. What yeah. are you going to do? He's a beast. So Especially him. He's built like a bobsledder or like power weightlifter, that guy. I was a little worried. I, that one I was a little worried about. Oh, I saw yeah, that I guy. Know, man, I was, 
Jeez, this, this guy's guy looks like uh, when his uh, career's wrapped up, he's going to jump in WWE. I was like, oh, <laughs> he even had the uh, the uh, wristband. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yep. I'm like, is he going to power slam one of our guys? Yeah. Like, what's he doing here? Okay. Tomb, tombstone but, inbound. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, all in all, lineup, absolutely uh no issues it is what, what it was it is. get the yeah. job done uh let's see what we would bring uh to the table here and in this one um honestly uh great great start to this match a solid solid first half we'll go mm -hmm. through uh some of the highlights but Juve looking very very good um uh, kicked it off with uh obviously uh, just a set piece we got here uh pellegrini has it in doesn't get a whole lot uh on it and it kind of just a bad clearance but luckily falls to the back with Morata unmarked, but unfortunately, shot goes straight at the keeper. Uh, but again, good start, good positive start, anyways. Uh, number one, drawing fouls, getting free kicks. Yeah. Uh, regardless, 0%. we said Juve needs to ramp up how many set pieces they get, so positive there. Um, zero percent chance of scoring from there, by the way. Yeah, this one I thought Quad should have had a hit. I thought he should have uh, had a hit right here. Now, what he does, there's nothing wrong with, but I just, I personally would have had a rip. Um, he's See, I think that's the thing is he normally shoots it from there. So I think the goalie's expecting a shot. The defenders are expecting a shot. You can see uh, you can see WWE there on the top of the six-yard box. I think that's him. He's He has his hands behind his back. They're all expecting a shot. No one's expecting him to pass that ball. I yeah, wasn't. well, he takes a feint in here. Um, this player was closing him down quite well. Uh, so after the feint, Cuadrado cuts inside. Okay, and you can see, right. yeah, he cuts inside the man, finds Artur. But Artur now has just a mess of guys to try and get this one through. Unfortunately, he couldn't. And uh, it gets blocked. But again, did he hit Locatelli in the ass? Strong signs. Did he hit Locatelli in the ass with that? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. So... Right. Yeah, unfortunate there. Uh, great opportunity. Mm -hmm. Again, very, very positive from Juventus. And uh, mm -hmm. getting the ball in the right areas. Uh, Locatelli put the ball through to Cuadrado, uh, which saw him in that uh, position. Locatelli was very, very active. This was a poor, poor ball forward from uh, Pedralov there from uh, Spezia. The goalkeeper, Rugani, pops it straight up to Vlaovic, who now has his D uh, in bad shape because they're not right on him so he is able to take a quick quick turn find let's just let's just pause that for a second that pass by rugani that was a one touch yeah that, it was a one, that touch, was a one, one top touch right to vlaovic beautiful pass and vlaovic with the one quick turn inside and locatelli with just a perfectly slotted pass he sees it knows exactly where he's gonna go the second he gets that mm -hmm. ball so the defender takes a step into him he slots over, and Morata makes no mistake. 1-0 Juve. Let's go. And let's Morata go. stays on side. Let's go. Yeah, so let's go. 1-0. Let's go. Let's get some more goals. Let's keep yep. going. The thing is, Juve played very, very well. They didn't yep. let up in the first half. They continued on, and uh, we're doing very, very well. Here's an opportunity with uh, Cuadrado on a fast break. Um, obviously, Morata Vlaovic up top there, and uh, Artur making a run coming in wide he does get the ball sends it right back actually a great pass uh into quadrado and quadrado chooses the uh r1 finesse option on playstation <laughs> instead of a little more heat and the keeper makes a, a stop there you could tell quadrado wants that one back probably would have put a little mustard on it but again great oh, working great yeah. one twos between the team and um moving the ball nicely and guys that normally aren't willing to get involved in the attack like Artur there. So I still liked it. 
still liked everything we were seeing. And I'm not a Quadrado hater, but you you gotta finish that one. You gotta that's, bury that one. Yeah. That's gotta be that's gotta be in the back of the net. I know he's not like a you know he's not a number nine, but he scores goals from all sorts of angles. He scored a goal from a corner kick for crying out loud. So like that one there, you you gotta. It was too easy. I think it wasn't a routine save, but it was just. It was too slow and sort of too easy for the keeper. You got to put some steam on that thing. I tell you what, man, you got all angles of Quadrado in this one, man. Like he was showing you the brilliant, he was showing the you the great, yeah. he was showing you the frustration too. I mean, he had uh, Vlaovic on a great yeah. give and go, and he couldn't put the ball anywhere near his right. path. It actually right went there. out to uh, the back there and uh, like way out into the stands. And I couldn't tell if he was trying to take a shot at that far corner. If he was trying to give it to Vlaovic, Vlaovic was losing it rightfully. So, um, but for the most part, Quadrado looked better than he has in a long time in terms of being confident in his one V ones and yep. getting way more involved. So I was happy with that, to be honest. Yep. Um, we'll continue on here. Here's uh now we get to uh second half, second mm -hmm. half and uh warning shot from Spezia. So Spezia here, this is probably their best chance uh, by far. Uh, they, actually, they had another good chance coming off uh, where Shesney makes a big save. This one, Gacy with the header that fortunately goes right to Tech there. Um, yeah, just again, we got a little lost, get a little bit too much space. I mean, he had an option here. This guy you could see calling for it, um, like just acres of space. To be inside the area with this much room, you could tell something something got out of whack in terms of marking. You also have three players here with one down low. So something yeah. something fell out of whack. That um, that that he had no chance of scoring since he was backpedaling. If he was beside Quadrado and he could attack that ball, it's one one. He was yeah. backpedaling. It was it was an easy save for uh, it would be too hard for him to kind of angle that. If even if he angled it towards the corner, I think Tech still had it covered, but he was the other thing is too again you have no two defenders on one and Giesi actually had the free header here uh, yeah. Quadrado coming in from the backside but you've got two here Rugani here uh, marking Tech by the looks of it uh, leave him alone leave him alone I will leave him alone because he had a good game he, he did, did have a good showing <laughs> uh, but that was a good opportunity here's yeah. another one and uh, second half uh, not doing a lot of the good stuff we were doing in the first half and all mm -hmm. that great movement off the ball. That was key for me in the first half was you could see Juventus players getting involved. Uh, we talked about it, guys that don't normally even our tour. They were attacking space. They were getting involved. They were being options for their teammates. All of a sudden mm -hmm. in the second half, those options went away. You got the ball to the outsides and they had nowhere to go either pump it out for a free kick or uh, throw-ins or go all the way back to Chesney. And Spezia applied a little bit of pressure. I was surprised at that in the first half. First half, Spezia sat back. After yeah. the one goal, they even had five at the back. They went yeah, to that five was surprising. Yeah, that was when surprising I... considering the blueprint that's been laid against Juve, right? But that's exactly what half, I was thinking. They dialed it up a little bit, and again, we right. just uh, – but they stick uh, out of sorts, Doesn't out matter. of sorts, and they didn't dial it up a huge amount. But here's an opportunity where again, Juve just kind of losing themselves a bit and gets in really tight. Tech on the ball comes out, gives them absolutely nothing to shoot at, makes a big, big stop there. So can that you is go... tough for. I gotta say, yeah. Um, I don't know if Tech got enough credit, but in the first half, when you have a sleepy first half where you have almost no action. Exactly. To all of a sudden in the second half have to be sharp and ready. 
Yeah. He did great. Uh, there were other opportunities. He was always in the perfect spot where those shots looked harmless because he was always in the right spot. So props to, to Chesney. Um, and then this one was a massive, massive save. If can, they can you go here, back? Can you go back one slide? Just go back yeah. one. See, like they're in, like those defenders. They're in good position. Like the, how this turns yeah. from from that to the goal scoring opportunity. It's just the speed on that striker. He just kind of which and Delict has a lot of speed. Just maybe doesn't have a lot of quickness. But you know, you go yeah. to the next slide, and I fully agree. When you when you're at this level, you need in this type of game, your goalkeeper is going to have to make one big save a game. And you got to hope that he makes it. And that was it. Yeah. That was, was the one massive, that tech had to massive do. save. And I mean, yeah. if you go back, you know, the ball carrier, again, everything slows they down. They stink. When we say they, they do, they do. Stink. They do yeah. stink. When everything slows down, you know, um, it, it's harder. And now you got guys with more space because, again, I can't stress this enough. Now, we talk about it usually when people talk about, um, uh, the pressure and the drive from the players and that uh, that tempo, that pace, that affects both phases of play. I'm telling you, it does not solely affect the offense because if you're if you're in that mode and you're set up that way and you're still doing all the say we did all the good things we did in the first half and the second half and that's guys once our players get the ball running out to their positions to be options mm-hmm. that keeps your defenders sharp and on their toes and everything. It affects everything. Once you slow down in one phase and again, the midfield has to control that. But once people start slowing down, get into positions, it slows everything down. And then your defenders point. also slow down and they don't get, you know, into areas they need to be. And you get this guy that has just outside our area, Time to make a decision. Time to make a slotted, a nice uh, through ball here. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's just, yeah, we got to keep it going. You can't let up. And just like that, it could have easily been level. And then does Juve get that winner? Well, we'd be no. scrambling. We'd be scrambling. No. I would honestly say no, to be yeah, honest. I agree. In It'd be one one in the first half. Mm-hmm. So now last one to finish. Quadrado again, <sighs> doing great work. Low hard oh, cross, man. Morata. I thought the goal. I thought the goalie got a got a hand on it to tip it over his foot, but no one touched it. He just he on first the hell glance, out of that ball. Like watching it live, I said, "Well, you know what? Morata probably didn't expect it to get there." But look at this. He's he's in position, and he's uh, he's got to do something with that. It's got to do something. It went literally right through him. Morata's my. I'm I'm a Morata guy. I'm you know I'm a Morata slappy. I think I don't think he was expecting the ball to come that fast. Because you can just see he didn't react fast enough. He he knew it was on him. It was a good pass. Uh, I thought the goalie tipped it. He didn't. It was clear across. Got to finish that ball. That's got. Yeah, be. yeah. We it's 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 that's got it. Something's got to happen there. Even if you hit the I post, accept if you get it yeah. wrong, but get a piece of it went up, but you can't piece. miss it completely. But yeah, nonetheless, you know there was another uh, late chance from one of the Spezia players, but uh, a low weak shot wide, and that ended the game. And Juventus. Yeah gets the 1-0 victory okay so the uh unbeaten streak continues okay we're rolling we see, man. uh um atalanta drop points so we are uh, six points clear on them mm-hmm. we are uh again finding stats about this juventus team that the only thing i could think is don't ask how okay they're 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 good stats or positive nope. stats for this team but sometimes when you watch a game it's like man i, I don't know how this one Honestly, great first half. 
yep. and we just stopped doing the good things. Um, now we're going to start tackling some player performances and get mm -hmm. into man of the match and stuff. Then we'll really get into uh, what we think is happening with this team. But overall, this match, again, I am left wondering what necessarily it is. And we're not going to dive into it now, but after. But I'm, that's all I could say about this game, this summary, is because in the first half, you could see what we want to do. And granted, it was when Spezia was comfortable sitting at the back. Okay, so we were allowed to play in that controlling manner. But why? Why when they apply a little bit of pressure, and not a lot in the second half, a little bit of a press, nothing crazy, do we just stop playing with that determination and that uh, um, drive to be those options and get out to our positions quickly and, and that sense of urgency. I, I don't understand because, again, you see videos of Allegri and he's clearly not happy with certain aspects he's seeing. Mm -hmm. So is it fitness? Are we overtraining these players? Are they physically uh, not capable to play at that level for a 90-minute shift? And the thing is, I don't think we played at a level in the first half that was completely unsustainable. It felt balanced. Like we were pushing yep. when we needed to. Anth, what, do you agree with that? Yeah. So uh, full disclosure, I only watched the first half live and then I had to come back due to personal yeah. commitments. I had to come back and watch the second half uh, later on, already knowing the final score. And then I, I said in the group chat, you know, a lot, there was a lot of, Neg I would say negativity, but a lot of comments in the group chat saying, you know, Spezia should be leading this game. Spezia, you know, they're, you know, I was assuming that Spezia was all over us in the second half, which again, looking through different goggles, they weren't because they stink. But <laughs> to your point, they, we weren't doing the things we did in the first half. The, the one thing I saw change was Locatelli getting forward. Yeah. For, for some reason, when he sits back, the whole, the, that whole system just sits back when he was pressing because he got the assist on the Morata goal. When he's pressing up, you know everything changes. So I don't know if it's if it was a system change in the second half. If Max was happy with the, it's that halftime talk. I know we we were a lot of people are talking about that on Twitter as well. What is Max talking about at halftime? No but this idea. This is the thing too. He he goes. He's out on the sideline, and you can hear him shouting the same yep. things that Juventini are shouting. But why is it not translating on the pitch? So if you put that solely on the players, I mean, ultimately, still, and we'll get way way deeper into this. But I don't know. Like it's just strange to me. All of a sudden, you have a first half, and I fail to believe that these guys don't have the energy to continue somewhat of what they were doing in the first half, because you're right. Locatelli doesn't get forward. We get the ball to the outsides the second half. Nobody, nobody is running to be options. And continuously, you get guys on the ball. They have nowhere to go. So they either pump it up or they go backwards all the way to Chesney. And then Spezia can apply a press. And Spezia wasn't even doing a crazy press. They were Nothing. applying a little bit yeah. of pressure. And we just go route one because that's all we do. This team still needs to learn how to play through the press. How many times yesterday in the second half did you see a player run across the middle of the pitch just trying to hold possession amongst two, three Spezia players and it took forever for him to have an option? I saw that a bunch of times. Now, I pointed it out on the watch-along that you had Rabio and even Locatelli sometimes already ahead. 
So it makes sense when you look at some of our previous games when you see uh, the team launching the ball up and then Morata, Vlaovic, Keane, whoever's up there has has to do so much to settle it because the gap was too big amongst mm-hmm. the midfielders to the front line. So you could see what they were trying to do. They were trying to shorten that up. So these guys were taken off. The problem was the ball wasn't coming over the top. And then Artur was stuck left in possession. Uh, at times, Bernardeschi a lot. was stuck in possession. And these guys were already up there with the forwards. And then they're taking a light, a light truck back to uh, position. And I'm like, guys, he's dead by the time you get over there. Like, where yeah. are our options? And I see that a lot. So there's still a lot in terms of the cohesion and the understanding amongst the players that needs to develop. Keep in mind, Locatelli and Artur is still very, very new. Very, very new. But it's I like what I'm seeing. We'll get into that. Yeah, like in the first half, look, at the, my one thing with Arthur is, is that I didn't have a thing with him yesterday. You know, I think there's a lot of people. You're, he's really hot and cold. He's, you know, same with Morata, same with Bernadeschi. You, you're right down the middle with that guy. I, you know, I just want our players to perform. I'm not a, yeah, really, either way on Arthur. These are yeah. two games in a row where he's had a good game. And I think yesterday there was a bunch of times where he had the ball in the middle and he looked up to go forward and all yeah. he saw was the backs of his teammates' jerseys running yeah. away from him. So it's like, well, what do you want? Where do you want him to go? And we'll get into all these player performances. And Artur, I agree with you completely. There was so many times I saw him have the ball get up there. He was scanning. There was one period yep. he was left scanning there and he, he knew the time that he had and he scanned and scanned and scanned. All these lanes closed off. And he went out wide to Quadrado. And people mm-hmm. are like, man, make that pass for The lanes got closed. He had another down, one. Yep. He did a great turn in the middle of the pitch. Great turn. Starts leading the counterattack. Quadrado, Vlaovic, Morata, and Rabio all ran away and ran into a flat line with the D. Yep. And I'm like, how is he going to hit you with a pass if you're standing yep. next to the defender? Somebody needed to show. Somebody else needed to make the run in behind. They all literally stood there flat with the D and just watched him. And then and that's, came to that's the last. Sort of, that's sort of on Max, right? Like you now you now, you now kind of have like that's sort of on Max to say when we get possession in this spot, this is what we want to do. But the thing it, is he won't uh, because he's always known that in the final 30 – the players have complete freedom. They do. And on this one, I'm not going to give yeah. that one to Max. Those players need to be way more aware. If Artur is running on that section, these guys need to know somebody needs to show. Someone needs to go in behind. And hopefully that space opens up for one of your wider right. guys. In that term, it would have been Rabio or Quadrado. But yeah, Vlaovic or Morata, preferably Morata shows. And then Vlaovic goes in behind. You got to do something to open the space. They all just ran level with the D and stood there. I tried to get uh, a screenshot, but uh, yeah, it just it it didn't work out. I wanted to show that one because Arthur took a lot of flack for that, and I wasn't giving him crap for that Mm -hmm. one. Player performances. Tech ratings uh, brought to you, of course, uh, by the whole AJC team. uh, And these are fun little battles, okay, that we get into it. And then we'll get to Man of the Match brought to you by StripedArtsApparel.com. Check them out. Okay, Mad Max tees guy. We're uh, going to keep diving into nice. Taco later. They're actually pretty sick. We've got some custom AJC gear out there too. Rovella Hive. Okay, and the AJC Ultras. 
they stink. That's right. And the knee guy gets his own tea before the gaffer. How does that work? Who knows? But uh, it's all good. Check them out. Thanks for everybody who has shown some love and support for the pod already. Other ways you could do it, of course, super chat. uh, If you should, you feel inclined to donate now let's go ratings tech 6.5. Uh, could have been a seven, I think, but six point five, I think, is fair. Seven would have been a little much. Uh, sleepy six. first half, call yep. to action in the second, and was uh, was good. Pellegrini, Pellegrini was a little bit of a split there. I, th- yep. I went, uh, I think, five point five on Pellegrini. We ended up at a six, but uh, I think so- I like the chippiness. I like the heart in the kid, but sometimes it allows too much. Yeah, sometimes it's a little much, and it allows him to get sucked out of the uh, the actual game. So let's yeah. call it a five point seven five and move on. Yeah, yeah. Wow, well, God, I hate those <laughs> fucking ratios you give. Delict uh, six point five. Uh, strong showing. Another great um, game from yeah. Only one poor clearance where he literally cleared it to the one spot he, he had, and it was he headed it down. Yeah, and yeah. to be honest. He had like no time to really make yeah. a good decision. It was literally just right there. And he did the one thing, you know, he just tried to power header it through, but it went to the worst spot possible. Deduction there. But other than that, that's all. Right. Rugani, a six. First match back from injury, right in the starting lineup. It did good. Could have been 6.5 level with Could the have been lick. 6.5. Yeah. He actually didn't put a foot wrong and didn't have any poor clearances or anything. So I thought could have been higher on Rugani. Yep. Fully yeah. agree. Um, Danilo. Steady across the back, 6.5, other than Pellegrini. Danilo, like, solid, solid showing. Danilo had, like, 109 touches or something yesterday. Yeah. It was uh, – Danilo's just been fantastic. And the biggest thing for Danilo is he allowed Quadrado a ton of freedom. Sorry, 95. Freedom. He had 95 yeah. touches yesterday. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, just another great showing for Danilo. Nothing flashy, nothing crazy, but just solid. Just yep. solid. Uh, Locatelli, seven. Great game. Great game from Locatelli, um, especially the first half, obviously. With only 69 touches on the ball, which is like he was he was the best play, probably the best player in the field with only 69 touches on the ball. Yeah. And again, something. Circumstantial based on changes from one half to the other, but Locatelli got uh, man of the match for uh, mm-hmm. us uh, with a seven. Uh, but we will talk about outside uh, players that could have got mm-hmm. uh, man of the match. Artur 6.5 uh, worked very hard in both phases. Uh, this yep. guy continues to get flack about being limited defensively, but he hasn't hurt us whatsoever. Don't see it. Yeah. He, he, like I, last season, sure, but this season he's uh, he's really stepped up. Yeah, he's been he's been solid. I've mm-hmm. really liked what I've seen. Rabio a six, a fair fair game for uh, Rabio. I think. Um, yeah. Our our approach in the second half definitely got him a boost on ratings because again he did the grunt work with next to Artur and the two of them were applying pressure and winning the ball back. The unfortunate thing was, like we said, you just didn't have guys moving into their positions and being options. So we were doing okay winning the ball back, but just nowhere to really go. Quadrado, six. Um, and he mostly took deductions because of the end product. Um, he did a lot of good work. Uh, could have been higher, but the end product failed him on a couple critical uh, critical moments. Mm-hmm. But still a good showing. Still mm-hmm. a good showing. Fully agree. Vlaovic, rough day from the Serb. Uh, service didn't help him. Uh, 5.5. Uh, took a little bit of knock, not as uh, instrumental as uh, he should be. Whether it's system or whatever, it was a rough day for him. The first time in Syria uh, that Vlaovic has not registered a shot. So, uh, 
yeah, frustrating one. I would really like to, if someone can, uh, if they want to share the video with us on Twitter, I'd like to see a compilation of all his goals this year. And I don't think there's very many where he has his back to the ball and he turns. I think he scores the majority of his goals when he attacks defenders. From what I remember, I think a lot of his are like in the box. Yeah, he's... Like, like he's not, people think that he's a big, strong striker and he wants the ball at his feet with his back to the defenders. Yeah. That's not really his game. He's more of an attacking striker. At the start he... of the season, he scored a lot of PKs. Um, then he got rolling. He gets a lot attacking the ball in space, like just, yeah. you know, going at them and whatnot. Um it's a, it, this is a big change for him, I think. Like, uh, he did play the hold up thing, he would drop back at Fiorentina and then turn and go. It's just still, it's a little bit, it's a little bit different with us because we haven't established ourselves and Fiorentina had under Italiano quite quickly. Yeah, but he was doing the hold up play closer to the midfield, like, he'd get it exactly, and he then would drop go. down, be that outlet, and then they would go. He wasn't the way up the field closer to the, the opponent's goal, so yeah, he wants to get the ball obviously with an ability to turn this plays into us moving the ball quicker mm-hmm. have to move the ball quicker have to get it to guys before that guy gets on their back so that they can make even a half turn is a huge difference right. for our players right so right. morata 6.5 game winner and worked well in this one should have done better with a low cross later in the match probably sealed it but probably his only knock um good for him uh uh, Keen, not applicable. And Bernardeschi came in, got a card, missed his next match. Uh, <laughs> that's that's it. pretty much uh, that sums up his day. Uh, 5.5 on uh, Bernardeschi there. So that's it for uh, the ratings. And uh, man of the match, Locatelli. I had Locatelli as man of the match. And did you have somebody different? I, I'm going to go somebody different only because he makes that big save, keeps it 1 nothing. I'm going to go with Tech. Only because he kept his head on straight, he gets he catches a lot of flack. You know, maybe Perin's a better goalie. I still think Vlaovic is a top goalie in Europe. I might get killed for that, but I still think he's a very uh, sorry. Uh, Tech's a very very good goalie. Like I wouldn't say world class, but he's up there, man. So I don't yeah. think we appreciate enough because we're used to Buffon so many years. I don't think Tech gets enough love from this fan base. I'm going with Tech for yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Jeremiah, we can never get the best out of Lavish if we keep playing this way. Sad, but next true. season, let's just pump the brakes, everybody. Let's see. And this is the thing: is uh, I'm not so sure because again, if you get a little bit of end, better end product from a couple of those guys in the first half, Lavish ends up with uh, a couple beauty opportunities. Like Quadrado mm-hmm. has to find him on that ball. There's no excuses. Absolutely no excuses. You've got Lavish running free and clear, literally at the spot. And you put this ball God knows where. I think it ended up in the 20th row uh, at the uh, Curva Sud there. And it's like, what are you doing, man? Like, just just a light little passer. And Quadrado knows. And at this level, you got to be way better. This is no hate on him. It just, that has to be better. So it, it, it's tough. And Vlaovic let him know immediately. He's just, like, livid because he goes, man, free and clear in front of the goalie. You can't have that ball going to the stands. It somebody, has to go somewhere in his vicinity. It came out this week. Somebody was saying, I don't know if it was Pinsolio. Somebody was mentioning that uh, Vlaovic, like first day in training, he was on his teammates. Perfect. Yeah. Like we, we like, got to do better. You know, yeah, that's what that's what I want. This guy is not really that guy, but Vlaovic, good that he is. Perfect. He's built in a certain uh, way, right? And you could tell even like 
that guy stepping in here and taking the number 20, number seven, that says a lot too, because yeah. a lot of guys would even Del Piero says, you know what? I probably wouldn't have taken number seven, uh, following up CR Eagles, but that says a lot about this guy, his self-belief and his confidence mm-hmm. and where he stands mentally. And uh, he's like, he loves it. He embraces that. And that's huge. That's huge. So no surprise to hear this guy calling out teammates, you know, week one, whatever, or, or even sure. the first training session. And it's great. We need that pickup. We need competition at all positions and we need that level to be brought up. These guys, a lot of these younger guys, they need to know what it takes to get there, to hit that step, to start winning. Vlaovic hasn't even won anything, but you know, you play champions league, you hit your first goal, like how quick 30 seconds into like, is your champions league debut mm-hmm. or whatnot? Hell of a finish. It's like, this guy's built a certain way. You got to capitalize on it. Games like yesterday. Yeah. The support, the service wasn't where it needed to be. And I'm talking about the first half when we were on mm-hmm. and Spitz, was sitting back, got to do better. Got to take advantage and kill these teams. Now, Still can't believe we bought this guy. Wild. I want to. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Wild. So, in terms of our match, now we're gonna yeah. start diving in a little bit uh, further. You know, um, splitting up the trident. So DiBala, we're waiting for DiBala to get back. One of the things I did notice that looks a little bit better for us is. I don't think you can continue with that trident even when Paulo comes back. I see it being a split between Morata and Dybala. And the reason is you have to have one winger in there, in my personal opinion, mm-hmm. to even things out. Um, it, it just it, There's something funny about how that thing plays out. Mind you, I do believe Dybala would have had an absolute field day, especially in the first half of yesterday's game. But... I personally like a winger being in there. Somebody that's uh, just got uh, more pace and more ability to go 1v1. Morata doesn't take guys on enough 1v1. Uh, Not his game. Pellegrini doesn't take guys on 1v1 enough. And if they're not working the given goes to get in that position, you lose a lot. So a guy like Quadrado yesterday, when his 1v1s are on, Mm -hmm. makes a big, big difference. Splitting up the trident, I think you got to have a winger out there. Um, what do you think? Uh, it's, hard, and- it's hard to argue with that. It's just the the problem is that right now we're limited on who that player is. And to yes. your point, the really the only player that can do that right now is Quadrado. Yeah, um, Bernadeschi possibly, but we haven't seen him since what Christmas. So let's for now. I I fully agree with that. Morata isn't that guy to to. To go at guys one on one, he just isn't. He that's not his game, it's never been his game. Uh, maybe one guy, but it's you know, that's sort of in the box, that's sort of where he where he cooks. I, I fully agree, man. I, I don't see how you, I would like, I'd be interested to see, okay, if you play with Morata, um, Vlaovic, and Quadrado, can you, what's your lineup to still fit in Dibala or he doesn't fit in there? No, I think three. you end up going one of uh, Morata or Dybala, to be honest. Okay. Um, it, the the weird thing is now is you're kind of in this 4-4-2 that becomes a 3-5-2, at times can become a 4-2-3-1, and that's great for Dybala. But the problem is when it goes to the 4-2-3-1, Morata was the guy on the outside. Dybala playing as the left outside, not going to work. Quadrado on the left, night and day. 
So you have this weird little thing where you got to figure out what you do with Dybala. I think you just play him uh, naturally as an up top. You're going to be asking a lot more from the left side. So you, there's a little bit of a sacrifice that needs to be made there. But Quadrado, when he does what he did yesterday, he's huge for this team. He's huge yeah. for this team. But he's got to be. He's got to remain that effective, and he's got to have that confidence to be able to take those one v ones. It's yeah. just a thought, right? Like it's this Dabala situation is. It, it's a no, tough one. It's a tough you guys, one getting him in. You guys went into it a whole bunch in the pregame. So if you want to get everyone's thoughts on the Dabala situation, just watch the pregame show. I don't think we have a lot of time to get into it. No, here. we because don't want to dive into the yeah. whole uh, that thing. I just wanted to talk from a tactical standpoint. Yeah. I think you got to split up that trident. Um, it's 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 a weird one because if you do, but, number one depth too, like impact off the bench. There's not a whole lot there with I'll all the injuries it. and stuff like that, uh, unless you're going to start banking on the young guys to make a difference. Ake did not, he barely touched the ball in his showing when he had his run out in Quadrado's position yesterday. Or something, yeah. And that was frustrating. And we were literally playing one dimensional football. I would have been curious to see him play yesterday um, to see when a team isn't pressing us so much because this team still hasn't learned to play through it. Juventus still needs to learn to play through that. It's the one, yeah. it's the main thing on our blueprint to hurt Juventus, and we haven't figured that out. So they blows have my mind. It yeah. blows my mind how we can't beat a press. Like I, I, yeah. I have no idea why we can't do it. It's not like we. Okay, I. Our team, I'm not going to say our team is above average. I would say there's a lot of our players that we have currently, you know, again, with all the injuries, excuses, I'm not even going to go with the excuses. But we're, even with these sort of some players that are average, we'll call them average players, you got to be able to beat a press on this level. Like, yeah, like you have to. Like, I, yeah. I don't understand why we can't do it. And I don't understand why Spezia didn't uh, deploy that. Maybe they were too I, scared I don't on understand the back why end. they didn't do it from the start. Yeah, yeah, I will agree there. I'm not sure why they didn't do it from the start. In terms of, uh, our press too. One of the weirdest things that I continue to continue to see through certain games is man, Artur all of a sudden being the one pressing and bombing up ahead of Vlaovic and Morata. I was like, yeah. what are you doing? Why do we continue to see this? No, to, to absolutely no surprise. And I was watching on the watch along there. It, you get one ball pumped up. The forward took one little tap into the middle. And we are completely lost. Why? Because you have your holding player that's beyond your forwards. It was bizarre. I'm like, what? How is this the press? So yeah, I saw that, and I was like, what the hell is he doing up there? Oh man, it was crazy. Like, was... And he literally had a fast break on us the other way after yeah. two passes. One from the keep all the way up. One touch inside to the middle, outside, and everybody yeah. was gone. They were behind yeah. Rabio and Locatelli, and Arthur is handshaking the goalie on a nice ball yeah. forward it's like what are, yeah. what are we doing here it's got to be better got to be better there um but let's continue on to uh, some other stuff because there's a ton to talk about here um arthur and locatelli in general they are getting mixed reviews from many juventini okay so some saying that this is still not it for juventus mm. um i'm going to start off uh just letting you go with your thoughts on arthur and locatelli before i share my opinion on that partnership it's something that you've been asking for like you've been screaming to the hills for this one for a long time um and i think there was a lot of there was a lot of juventini a lot of even like a lot of uh, uh pundits or juventini you know media people saying 
hopefully we can see this soon. So I think there was a lot of anticipation and a lot of expectations for what these two would do. And you can't just slap two players together and be like, please work. Yeah. Now, in the first half yesterday and then in previous games, it, it shows that it can work, especially the first half when you have Arthur showing that he can play the defensive end. Like don't like it's basically it looks like him saying to Locatelli, I got it back here, you move up. And when Locatelli pushes up, you got an assist on the goal yesterday. You can see the damage that that guy can do with even with that bad haircut. What he can do when he pushes Great up. Hair. Oh god, that car is driving <laughs> me nuts. But anyways, it's I I think people need to like just with a lot of things with Juventus this year, patience. You need a lot of patience. This things aren't just going to fix themselves again with the excuses with the injuries. But I. There are right now. There are best two options, and I'm. I just. I want to see more of it. I think it offers the opportunity for Locatelli to push up, which is what we need. Yeah, I. I mean, I. I agree with you. I think, uh, and I've been screaming for this combo at least mm-hmm. in there. Um, you know, Jeremiah saying the Loka Arthur combo will work best when we add Zakaria to the mix. What do you guys think? Honestly, that's. That's probably my main combo uh, in the midfield, no doubt, especially with knowing Weston McKenney is uh, season-ending, yeah, right, uh, which sucks and hurts. He was in great form. But uh, Loka and uh, Artur, for me, don't break that up. Do not break it up. Uh, remain patient. But what we've seen from them, even if fans are still mixed on it, is much better than what we were getting before. It 100%. has much more balance, much more ability to support the forwards. Um, you have to have Locatelli a little bit forward. He showed his vision yesterday, okay? He has that. No other guy in the midfield will probably make those defense-cutting passes, okay? Those ones that slice up a D. He did it to Quadrado on multiple occasions mm-hmm. yesterday. Um, and obviously, when he gets involved, he finds great spaces even in one of the ones uh three maybe two matches ago where he didn't have the best show in and everybody was like oh drop arthur and locatelli they can't play together he got probably mm-hmm. one of the best opportunities uh because he was in the right spot he just got the header all wrong locatelli knows where to go in and around the area he's he just he doesn't get credit for it enough we saw it with the azuri too uh he came up with a huge goal uh at euro zero and not he knows where to go he knows where to be very, very sharp and great vision. I don't split that up. Artur has not hurt us defensively as not a bit likes to nope. continue to push that towards Artur. He has not hurt us whatsoever. You have another midfield uh, that can balance things out, Rabio defensively and whatnot. I wouldn't be afraid to even play a different style player at midfield while we're dealing with injuries. Okay. But here's the thing. Locatelli and Artur, you still have to give it some time. It's gotten better with each session that they've gone. Now you have a week of training for Sampdoria. Mm-hmm. Man, I I don't break that up. It's it's the best of what we've seen. Let's uh, not forget. Let's not forget. Maybe outside of Delict, Locatelli was our best player from September to December. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, there's, there's you can make some excuses. There are some other play or some uh, some points for other players, but look at Telly. The first half of the year was unbelievable defensively. He just didn't have anybody to you know yeah. re- release him going forward. But they had that big goal against Torino. But my big thing is you're still a little unbalanced on this team, and you see. And again, this is going back to what I was saying earlier. Left side needs somebody that can create this? 
that can help and that can assist because for the most part, Locatelli did well because they made it kind of like a 4-2-3-1 almost in Rabio and Artur where they were playing and then Locatelli basically taking over centrally, left and right. But the left side for me, Pellegrini's for the most part unwilling to take guys on 1v1. Morata, that's not his game. Uh, Rabio is sure as hell in his game. You need a threat on that left side that can make teams pay in 1v1 scenarios. Is it we need to figure that out. Is it Bernadeschi, like Eric's saying? It Bern- was Bern- Okay, so was here's Bern- this in is October. two different things. This is in two October, different November? things on Bernadeschi. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with him playing out of the midfield. I don't. He, he doesn't take guys on 1v1 nearly enough either. Uh, sometimes he does. And I honestly, I don't have a problem doing that. I don't have a problem doing that. If he wants to be the guy bombing up on the left, being that other midfielder that kind of attacks and Artur just kind of hold things at the back, I don't have a problem with that. Um, Max won't do it though, because Max will want one physical midfielder in there. Okay. Um, this was my point. When earlier, oh, sorry, I clicked it off. Earlier in the year, like October, when Bernadeschi came back from uh, when he was fully fit from the Euros, he was awesome, man. He was, yeah. he, we were like, who, he had all that confidence. And then, yeah, I think he picked up that, uh, that hip or that flexor injury. Then that sort of derailed his season. But he was, yeah. he was, and we do have to take, well. uh, we do have to take some of Eric's stuff uh, with a grain of salt. Dell's uh, making it clear that Eric would give Berna the Ballon d'Or if he could. Uh, <laughs> so Eric's a big Berna fan. We know that. But he's, yeah, uh, honestly, I'm fine with trying Bernardeski uh, in the midfield. Actually, mm-hmm. Eric and I had a discussion about it yesterday, and we both called for it. Like, hey, take Rabiot. And I even said it during the watch line. I would not have probably switched Pellegrini for Bernardeski. I probably would have switched Rabiot, but you know Max isn't going to do that because he was afraid of, obviously, that defensive uh, phase and whatnot. But uh, Real quick. I got one for you real quick. First thought. The amount of time that Rabio's playing this season, do you think there's a chance that he does not get released this summer? I think there's a chance that he's on this roster next year. I think he goes. I think I'm at like a hundred percent. I'm not I'm not that convinced. The reason I am, the reason I am is because of how much how much we've heard from so many certain people about the midfield targets. Mm-hmm. Um Obviously, uh, as of late, uh, bombs being dropped. Even Nonmolo, we're going to work on uh, getting the latest Nonmolo. It's like a novel, okay? So this guy put out a novel today, but there's a lot of targets in the middle. I do not see um, Rabio staying. And the reason, another one of the reasons, number one, the amount of targets we have in the middle. Number Uh two, the fact that Artur is going to be too hard to move, in my personal opinion. So right. rather than lo- the just loan him out, I think you keep Artur around. Let sell Rabio. I think you go a different style than the Jorginho or De Jong. Even though De Jong would be, you know, lights out. I think you go a different style and you start bringing goals from the middle of the park and you get that driving force out of the middle. And I think it changes this team drastically. Like we said, this team is still unbalanced from right side to left side. You've got to sort that out. If you sort that out, like I said, Max isn't far off from something very, very strong. Look at what Mm -hmm. we're doing right now. Get me a driving midfielder, somebody that can literally like do some damage from the left side of the pitch. 
I, I think you've got a, a whole different ball game for this squad. Like we said in September, man, this summer market is going to be wild. I think it's this is going to be wild this summer, and there's big things uh, being said as of late, and things are heating up, so it's going to be very, very interesting. Allegri, video of him shouting, sempre dietro, cazzo, okay? So, like, always backwards, uh, shit, you know? Like, just, just losing it, uh, for fuck's sakes. Why the drop-off? Always. We kind of started to talk about that earlier. Everybody puts it on max. I'm, as of yesterday, putting it possibly more on players' fitness levels or whatnot. I just see a team that stopped being options for their teammates in the second half. And there was way too much of this. Hand gestures, you know, people directing but walking. Stop directing. Start moving, pick up your legs, get into position. We had too many guys running, trying to survive under duress from Spezia with nobody to move the ball to. And the guys are just walking there. And mm -hmm. our tour had one in our own area where he's literally, our guys are standing there watching him with two guys like all over him, trying to win the ball back in our area. And they're not going out wide, being an option, like moving somewhere so that he could just breathe a bit and give him yeah. some room. They just stood there watching. and I got some theories. That's I don't know if that's a fitness thing. These guys are like overworked in training. But clearly by Max's words and what he's shouting, what you hear from the sideline all the time, he's unhappy with what's going on too. So I have a problem with the players and I have a problem with Max because, number one, Max, if you're going to continuously scream about what these guys are doing, we're in March. How do they not know what you want them to do? That's Yeah, that's, that's a problem. That's a problem. But the players, they completely stopped moving in the second half, and I don't know why. And yeah, that's I got I got some theories. So you had a you had a big midweek uh, Coppa Italia tie. You know, Fiorentina. I don't use the word deserve because that doesn't that shouldn't even be a word in sports. You don't deserve wins. Whatever. We 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 got that win. We scored more goals than they did. That's just the rules. So, but that was a that was a big game away. You know, a lot of pressure to probably a lot of pressure to win that trophy. Then you come home and you play this team that just absolutely stinks. So you get that first goal, which is something that we've done early in the season. We get that early goal, first 20 minutes, and then we don't score again until the last 20 minutes. That was sort of the trend in September, October, November. And it seems like we're going back to that, except for getting that second goal. My thing is the way it looked to me yesterday was in the second half, our players were. I don't know if they were tired, but when you're playing a team, when you're out there, you know this, Al. When you're playing a team that you know absolutely sucks, your opponent, you know that they can't really hurt you. So you just like you take that edge off just a little bit. Like, and I know these are professional athletes, but when you're out there, you're playing a team, you're like, these guys are dog shit. They're they're really like their forwards aren't good. Like, I think uh, some of that came in to say we're up one nothing. I'm a bad I'm a bad example for that one because but I have you know what I'm saying like you can yeah, see Yeah, I hear it. I hear you. I hear you. And it tries like to hurt us. When when you know, when I was at the competitive level when I like I played I had one speed, man. 150% and that's I couldn't I couldn't play that way. I couldn't shut it down and I was awful for scrimmages in practices because I, get I, can't, I can't shut it off. And I was that guy. I was probably that asshole, but I, but you know, I, there's I teams that you play that, that they're just like, I hear oh, what you're guys, saying though. I got a week it's, off coming up. 
you know, and that's why those I can't are, deal with these guys. And that's why those are trap games, right? They call the them trap games, games in sports yeah. where you yeah. kind of look past a, an opponent, whatnot. But again, the first half, you just see so much of the good. Yeah. And the second it just stops. And if it isn't from Max, you know, what's it's going the on? Because if, if Max is, you know, losing his mind on the sideline, you know, this isn't just to, this doesn't wipe the slate, the, the slate clean for Max. Okay, because if you're unhappy about something that this team is doing, like again, we said it's March, it, that's on you. Like you need to figure that out if these guys are not delivering what you want them to do. I think so, we need to talk about the subs too. So that's another thing. The subs have been an ongoing thing for Max. I think uh, you know we've all said he could do better there. I I honestly I'm not surprised though in this one because he's it's it's the games are too tight. You're not going to see the young guys that are on the bench right now get in there. Mm-hmm. He is not going to be the guy that says, now I'm going to put this young guy in to close out a game. He's not that guy. He's the guy that takes off a forward, puts in uh, Barzagli, and says, okay, get <laughs> me through right. to the next game. That's the yeah. guy Max is. Yeah, He's not the guy that's going to say, okay, Aki, let's go in there. Uh, these guys are uh, starting to own us. Max isn't that guy. We know that. We know that. So – Subs out of the equation. If you're unhappy, Max, with what these guys are doing, that's not on anybody else. Like you've got to, you've got to get to the bottom of that. Going back to the players, when we start thinking about this team, you go back to Savi, you go back to Pirlo, and now you come to Allegri. This team, in general, has some type of issue about when they try to maybe, like you're mentioning, play in this manner, right? Where they're kind of like, oh yeah, we got to, you know. They can't slow things down. They're not capable of slowing things down because they crumble. They mm-hmm. absolutely crumble. This team has to play with a mentality that is forward to keep everybody sharp. Because like I mentioned during the highlight reel, they drop off everywhere, even at the back. And yet last season uh, being the obviously most recent to this one, because Saudi's quite a ways back now, a couple seasons. COVID. Last year, when Pirlo you know, switch to this 4-4-2. They started to be a little more methodical, try to be a little more controlling, slow things down, try to manage things. You know, when he switched to this managing, let's hit our objectives. Mm-hmm. The team started to look even worse and worse. And then Porto just completely broke the team. But now some of these trends go back to Saudi too. And that's when this team tries to slow down or play without the foot on the throttle. They look awful in all phases. They look mm-hmm. leaky at the back. They look suspect at the back. And it affects everyone. You can't play that way in today's game because teams are not scared to start to advance and go at you. And even a team like Spezia, which I agree with you, they stink at, they're not afraid to do that. And in the second half, they did it, and we couldn't handle that. So this team needs to learn to play through that and continue that forward momentum. But I think... Are you know we're fourteen unbeaten in the league? Are we? Are we almost? Are we there? Are we playing through it? Are we? And not? here we go. Here we like, go. This is where like this are, is. Are we playing okay? I think we're playing pretty. That's like, like a perfect, perfect little segue. You know, yeah. like, you, you genius. Know. Winning yeah. ugly. Does it matter to you? No, because it doesn't matter this season because the injuries, the um, the way we started, and that's on the team. That's on Max. That start crippled us, but. You know, 14 unbeaten, man. Like we're we're six points ahead of technically three, but you know, six points ahead of Atalanta. We're four points behind Napoli for third. 
or wherever they are. Like, are we playing that bad? I know it's almost like people want to find the negative in all the positive that's happening. Okay, we're not scoring goals, but somebody fired it on Twitter. You and I found this stat unbelievable. Since Is it since November, we have allowed the second least amount of shots on target. Yeah. Second to, I think it was Real Betis in Spain or whoever it was. Like, okay, we're letting up a lot of shots, but our goalies aren't don't have a lot of work to do. So are we playing that bad? Like Delict, Delict's on. Lugani's coming in, helping out. You know, Locatelli's doing his job at the back. Arthur's doing his job defensively. We got we got the striker in January. You know, Kiesa went down, that sucks. Weston went down, that sucks. Uh Zakaria went down, that sucks. But are, are, we're almost there. Like, let's just get through this season. And I, I think we're 14 unbeaten. What are we talking about here? Here's, what are we talking about? Here, here's the thing. Um, I have been saying as a late, it's there's a there's a unbalance. Yeah. On our on the pitch for this team, that's tough to tough to deal with. And I think we're. I, I think honestly, after this summer. This roster excuse will be gone completely. It has to be gone. Okay, I agree. it will be gone completely after this summer. Um, I truly do believe there's big things coming in this uh, summer mercado, um, and then that'll be gone for Max. But I don't think Max is gonna like fail by any means or whatnot. And he is he failing right now? We had that great discussion on uh, the last uh, post match podcast, which was is he underachieving or overachieving? I think he's right where we should be. To be honest, I think he's I think he's overachieving. To be honest, I mean, right now he's. You could say with the injuries and stuff that, yeah, arguably he uh, mm-hmm. he is. But I mean, for me, he's right. We're right where we need to be. We're going into a second leg of a Champions League uh, knockout that could go our way. Um, he's got us literally uh, seven points from the top uh, right now Not as bad. it stands uh, with twenty eight games. Um, seven points is nothing. And we're going to get into the schedules remaining because I said it, I said it in January and I'm sticking behind it. We're making this thing friggin' interesting. Okay. It's going to come down to the wire. I'm telling you now. And, and semifinal Coppa Italia with an away goal up now. Like, so winning ugly. Here's the thing for me. Mm -hmm. I have no problems with winning ugly when it's circumstantial. Okay, when it's circumstantial, I have no problems with winning ugly. If if we continue to see the team develop and grow, mm-hmm. if we are not seeing growth, okay, because honestly, some matches you just have to win it. And that's the difference between the top teams and the other teams is finding those wins. Okay, so you have to be able to do that. But do I think that wins are are jeopardized and top results are jeopardized if you continue to allow inferior opponents to play? Yes. I don't think, you know, being that team that always wants to be playing like that is a good idea. Do I think Max is doing that? No, no, I don't think he's doing that. I think we're starting to see that uh, there is uh, some differences there. And obviously in his reactions, whatnot, what players are doing yesterday, clearly for me, was not Max, but that was the players shutting down, whether it was fitness or whatnot. They literally stopped moving guys. Second half, we had guys walking all over the pitch. That can't happen. So winning ugly, nobody has ever said, oh, yeah, but that Scudetto that year, 
Ah, they won a bunch of games ugly. It looks the same. It looks look the at, same. These points, our points right now on the table, look the same as Napoli's, as Milan's, as Inter's. All the points look the same on the table. I don't okay. like to talk about Inter, but look at Conte's team last year. They would grind out points and wins like 85th minute goal, like one nothings. Yeah. Like, don't, don't kid yourself. Inter didn't like blow the doors off of everybody last year. They do, they they were grinding it out. Like Conte grinded out a Scudetto last year. The thing is, whether you win big or you win small, that I could care less. Doesn't the thing matter. is, I need to see the growth and the development in the team. I'm starting to see it because there are some building blocks there that we can go towards. Art Door is developing very, very nicely. Him and Locatelli, there's something there. That's great. Again, we need to figure out the balance from the left side to the right side. Scoreline, I could care less. I need to see the team grow. The building blocks are there. There is stuff that we can put uh, down as solid foundations and continue to move forward. But I think you're seeing you're seeing growth with individual players. I agree you're not seeing it systematically, but Delict, hell of a season. Like individually, you're seeing guys step up. Delict, Locatelli, well, we had a lot of expectation Locatelli. Delict, Locatelli, Arthur, the guys we need to sort of take that next jump, they're doing it. So that that's the positive I'm taking away from the this, biggest thing. Individual about what, players are doing it. Yeah, and the biggest thing about what everybody wants and what everybody wants out of this team, you know, it's like, why is that happening though? And if I break down yesterday's match, I don't actually put yesterday's on Allegri at all for only being one nil. You had end product from a number of players that wasn't to the level it needed to be to seal that one off. That game could have been three nil in the first half and done. Should have been. And that's not on max. Mm -mm. And people have to understand that. The second half, second half, I don't know why these players stopped moving. And I fail to believe if if Max went into that halftime and said, guys, we're going to protect this. If he, if he said that, there's simply no reason to be yelling Avanti all second half and sempre dietro cazzo. There's simply no reason. So something is going on that's a little bit more. And I honestly, I'm telling you, Let's get it. Let's get a few more guys in there. Let's shore up that left side, and I think we're I think we're cooking. Look at where we are now. Okay, seven points out. Like I said, let's go through these um, finishing schedules for these teams. So there's I'm nine games guys, left. There's nine, nine games, right? So twenty eight games for uh, the rest. Twenty seven for uh, Inter. So Inter has that game in hand, and that is of course against Bologna. Now. Juventus, also have a just game face in hand. So here, let's start with Milan's. They played Napoli, obviously, yesterday, getting the victory. So mm-hmm. now they have Empoli, Cagliari, Bologna, Torino, Genoa. Look at this finish for Milan. Lazio, Fiorentina, Verona, Atalanta, Sassuolo. Yikes. That's, uh, that's the, I see at least one loss in there and a couple draws. Oh, that's, that's where uh, it falls apart for Milan. Now, Napoli. They just faced Milan, lost mm-hmm. them. Another big game for this club that they can't get it done, and that's the the history of uh, Napoli. So mm-hmm. Verona, Udinese, Atalanta, Fiorentina, Roma is a tricky three uh, in a row there. Four, and then that's, there, there's at least Napoli. one drawn. There's still one drawn a loss in there, I see. Yeah. And then Sassuolo, Torino, Genoa, Spezia. Honestly, Napoli might be broken also. after yesterday. So 
eyes will be on the follow-up against Verona, which will be a tricky, tricky match. So yeah. all eyes on that follow-up. Now, Inter, obviously smash Salernitana. Torino, Fiorentina, Juve, Verona. That's a tough three-way. Fiorentina, Juve, Verona. That's interesting. Big one. If Juve pulls off that victory, it flips everything on its head if Juve pulls off the three points against Inter. Because then we're within, we then I think we're um, within five, right? So, yeah. Spezia, and then Roma, and then they finish off very favorable with Udinese, Empoli, Cagliari, Sampdoria, and Bologna. But of course, anything can happen in this Serie A any given day, and I'm not sold on Inzaghi's Inter. I'm not. Now, one uh, match Conte's... where they light it up does not change my opinion of that team. It's night and day from Conte's Inter. And, yeah, uh, that's what I, I was going to say. Yeah. I agree with that. Juve. Now we have Sampdoria, Salernitana, and then we have Inter. Cagliari, Bologna, Sassuolo, Venezia, Genoa, and then Lazio Fiorentina to finish up. I like that split. I like how it's split up. Yeah, Lazio is going to be tricky because they're Lazio at that point is going to be fighting for that fifth spot with Roma, so they're going to be they're going to be balls to the walls for that one. Uh, yeah, it's going to Na- come Napoli, down to the wire. Napoli and Milan are in trouble. I think they're in trouble. I think we, I think we we're going to. I still think third is is the spot for us. Uh, but when you when you lay it out like that, man, jeez, there yeah. there's an outside chance here. There is an outside chance. Go for it, Anish. Absolutely. No problem, my friend. Uh, wants to share uh, some of our uh, clips on his live. Absolutely. Do I got to no, no fix my hair? Do I got to fix my hair before he shares this? Or? Jeremiah is saying, I'm optimistic we'll finish at least top two or three. And that's being uh, conservative there. Um, yeah, it's going to be uh, good. Mal K coming in. Sorry, I'm late. Didn't miss the praise songs from my boy Rugani. Yeah, you we, did. We did praise we, him, though. We He's did. Yeah. yeah. Not a lot, stuff. but. There yeah, you have the Serie A, kind of where it stands and whatnot. And uh, I, th- I say we're going to make some damage. We have time for just a couple quick storm the barn questions. There's a lot yeah, of news. We just want to recap the news for you real quickly just oh. to give you guys uh, the latest uh, rundown today because there was quite a bit that just kind of got dropped out of nowhere. So, uh, yeah, apparently Duto Sport Are- is reporting that with the potential of Dybala no. saying no to a renewal that Juventus will work first for the redemption of Morata at a lower fee, which we already knew was confirmed. We knew that. We're going to try to get for around 15. Quick yep. reminder, everybody, like the video, okay? If Please like here, the subscribe video. Subscribe to the channel. Um, so Raspadori kind of talks still uh, continue. The renewal of De Chilio will take place in the days leading up to the Villarreal match. So uh, apparently, I guess, after the weekend's match against uh, Sampdoria, they'll probably uh, work that uh, renewal. It is saying that uh, it's pretty. Uh, there's a lot of tranquility around it, so it looks like it's just a matter of time, mm-hmm. and that'll get done. The meeting for Dybala will happen on Thursday, okay? The club will offer Dybala apparently $7 million with bonuses, so we knew that it was going to be a reduced offer. And uh, there you have him. We knew this for a long time because apparently when it came time to put pen to paper, Non Molo said uh, Antun, Dybala's agent, asked for more right at that time, which was... But there's also something with that Dybala one where it's seven plus three with also uh, bonuses tied to appearances somewhere in there as well. So Yeah, it's going to be appearance uh, and incentive, and that's a smart way to do it. Um, and people have to realize if all of a sudden it goes seven uh, plus some bonus there, that's not much more than where he's at yep. currently, to be honest. So all of a sudden it's not much of a boost. Uh, so mm-hmm. 
yeah, we'd, we'd have to uh, take it easy, especially if the bonuses are incentive and appearance based, mm-hmm. you'd basically have no arguments to make. Um, you know, it's the player's perception right now has changed drastically though. So mm-hmm. we'll wait and see. Um, in terms of other uh, news, we have uh, renewals, which is uh, Quadrado will be offered a two-year extension at 3.5 million per season. Okay. And there will be an inclusion of an option for a third year and some bonuses. So we had, we had those discussions internally should be one plus one or two plus one, you know, I could go either way. I go either way with that one. Bernard Esky club have made the player apparently an offer a three year offer at a decreased salary of 2.5 million per season. The player would prefer a five year deal at his current value of 4 million. Don't care. Um, it is added that the player would like to remain at the club, but has inquiries from other clubs. Don't care if you want four mil. You got to bite the bullet and realize where you are, man. I'm sorry. Um, you came in. Uh, we expected, we had high expectations. You didn't hit them, but you've become a good role player. You need to be paid accordingly for the role player. That's my opinion. That. And what do you think on the Bruna? Uh, fully agree. I think it's going to end up somewhere around three million. I don't think they'll. I think they'll find a, you got a low ball the player. He's going to high ball the, the club. I think it'll end up somewhere around three with appearances tied to it. Yeah. So I think so as well. In terms of uh, who won the predictions yesterday, uh, Luca just wants a pat on the back. Congrats, Luca. You won. You know what you did though? You took the stickers away from uh, our friends uh, on the live chat. So way to go, man. You're not yeah, supposed be happy. to win. Be happy for yourself. Punk. Punk. Okay, Storm the Barn. We got one coming in from Jeremiah. This is probably the last one. Are you confident both Dybala and Zakir will be back in time for the Villarreal game? We no. really need them both. I honestly think uh, for sure uh, Dybala. I think Dybala will be back. Uh, you know, um, Zakaria was I don't know his in time doubt. Left. He was Zakaria, 20 days yeah, from his so injury. Yeah, so. uh, in doubt. I don't think Zakaria will be back, but no. I'm confident uh, Dybala will be uh available for that game um we got to get all this garbage out of the this dibala stuff out of that i don't like the way it's uh kind of just circulating around the team we don't need it Mm -hmm. especially down the stretch you don't need to hear about your captain being linked with uh the snakes is he the captain so is 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 he your captain well, he's a focal point and allegri made him vice captain only to Chiellini, right so to be a captain, you got to be around, though. Got to be uh, around. You got to be around. Got to so, be there. Um, when he was in, he was a captain. I think he was a captain when he was in, uh, based on uh, everybody leads in different ways. I always you know? like defenders as captain. I, I'm a little, I'm a little biased. I think when when Benucci or Kalini aren't there, I think Danilo's our captain. Just the way he plays, the way he carries himself. I think I think Danilo's our captain. I think I've always liked getting away from this appearance thing and letting mm. your team decide who your captains are. Yep. I, I, I don't like this, uh, you know, appearance thing and giving it to the guy with the most appearance. And players, teams themselves will recognize that. Mm-hmm. If you think a player won't be like, well, this guy's been around forever and he's like the ambassador right now, like he needs the armband for the you don't think they'll make that call? Of course they will. The like players thought... are fully capable. Let the players decide. And I bet you that, you know, a certain young Dutchman who's far off from getting it probably would get yeah. it uh, in certain matches uh, because he's uh, he's proven that he can be that leader. So, yeah, 
And well, like, uh, is like, what like is. Else has a question. What did you think of Del Piero as captain? Man? Like, come on, man. When you guys, you guys were still in diapers when Del Piero was a captain. So let's just pump the brakes a little bit. I remember all those games. So of course he was the captain. I'm just, you know, when I saw Quadrado lead the team out yesterday, I, I like Quadrado. I don't know. I was just surprised that Danilo wasn't wasn't the captain yesterday. But of course, Alex Del Piero is a captain. Get the f- I have no problems with uh, Quadrado and whatnot. I kind of. I'm leaning towards you just in that old school mentality. I have certain visions of what a captain can be, but right. I don't believe that uh, other guys can't be uh, sure. a captain and whatnot. I think Juan for me plays a certain game. I don't see a captain playing, right? You know, with I, the embellishing and the like, like. I don't. I don't see a captain. I, see, I, I like a captain that's a little hard nosed, willing to do the mm-hmm. front work and. If a guy is rah, 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 great. Doesn't have to be rah, rah, rah as a captain. Dybala, people need to remember, like, I mean, before he got hurt, you started seeing him grinding down back in our final mm-hmm. third, like defensive yep. winning balls back and stuff. Like, I don't know. I don't, yep. I don't have a problem with him with the captain's R band. I do if you start trying to use Inter for leverage, though. Come on, man. Come on. I see it from a business standpoint. but it's Business, man. It's just business. At this point of the season. This point of the season, where we are right now, mm-hmm. oh, that's a bad look. It, it's just a bad look any way you slice it. But I understand it. I understand. It Fair is what it is. Guys, thank you all for joining. Uh, Love it. We're going to wrap up here. It was a hell of a show. Anthony, a pleasure as always. Everybody, of course, follow us on Twitter. All the team's handles are down there, okay? All fantastic follows. We have a lot mm-hmm. of fun. And uh, if you were listening to this on audio outlets, get over to YouTube, subscribe to the channel. That's where we pull up the highlights. We have all sorts of videos. I'll keep you guys informed because, of course, we don't play until uh, Saturday. Have another watch along for you all, okay? And um, do we have a do we have something special happening midweek? Maybe. Yes, yes. We got match day live on Saturday for Spezia. I'll do watch along, and then on Thursday, Thursday eight thirty uh, eight thirty a.m. Eastern time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to actually have uh, Cindy Marina, who is a, well, she's got a ton of titles to her name, okay? Mm-hmm. So she's like uh, ex-college uh, volleyball player, now uh, Albanian national uh, team player for volleyball. She is a Syria presenter, okay? And, um, yeah, she's also, I think, uh, represented uh, Albanian Miss Universe Comp. Like, she's got a ton of accolades already i think she's like 23 24 but a great great uh syria presenter that we're gonna have fun and host for a general syria discussion on thursday so make sure you tune into that one okay and little piece I'll- of little piece of information for you my last name i found this out when i was in university my last name from he told this professor told me my last name is actually albanian and it's two words that mean without worry that's why I don't oh. worry about stuff. It's actually my last name means without worry. And that's here. that makes sense now. That makes sense now. Why the persona, why everyone stinks. There's 100%. no worries. No worries. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Love it. So we got a lot of stuff coming up for you all. Everybody, again, one last reminder, like the video and check out Stripe Tarts Apparel. Okay, if you haven't already, ton of new great drops. Okay, and of course, uh, the Mad Max stuff. You haven't seen these bad boys. They're beauties. Okay, Beauty, Mad Max, and they got the classic quote on the back. You want entertainment? Go to the damn circus, okay? I want three points. We got the three points. We're making things interesting up top. Stay tuned, everybody. 
there may be a non-molo drop, okay? Because we know he put one out. We're going to try and We're break it out for you all. Might even have a video later on today from the parking lot, uh, okay? Because <laughs> I'll be at work, but we'll see what we can do. Ciao, Tutti. Thanks again. Fino alla fina. Forza Juve. Ciao.